Tim Chang was born in 1991 and proudly admits to knowing nothing about anything that happened before 2003. Sheltered, innocent, and unaware, this is one man's attempt to show Tim Chang the wonders of the world around him. This is The Education of Tim Chang with your host, Josh Simpson. Hello and welcome to The Education of Tim Chang. I'm Josh Simpson. I'm Tim Chang. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what we're doing today. I forgot we haven't even told you at all. Uh, today's guest is Mr. Kevin Peterson. Hello. <laughs> of UCB fame. Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Other things as well. Uh, uh, so, uh, Kevin, we have you on the show today. Uh, we'll just introduce the topic now. We're, we're going to talk today about Stephen King's Carrie. Okay? And mm-hmm. Stephen King in general. Okay. Do you know Stephen King? Uh, an author, right? Author, yeah. yeah. Writer. Have you read uh, his his work or, or seen any of the Stephen King movies? Do you know? Um, I'm sure I have. I just can't recall at okay. the moment. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. What's his most popular thing? Uh, well, Carrie's big. Uh, oh. the, what about The Shining? The Shining. That's the one with Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen like a few clips. What about it? Uh, nope, not it. How about under the dome? I guess I don't. I guess I don't really know. No, <laughs> I don't know too much about Stephen King. This is cur- a current one. <laughs> oh, uh, Cujo? No, nothing. Nah. Uh, Green Mile? Nah. The Stand? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. Um, I would. I, this is the Mist. Maybe no. I, would, nah. I wouldn't do it. What about the Shawshank Redemption? It's not a horror, but it's. That's oh, I've a, seen that one. Okay, so yeah. that's Stephen. You've King. seen Shawshank Redemption? I've seen. I've seen Shawshank Redemption. Cool. Applause well, me. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm shocked by that. I'm actually surprised by that. Did you like Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, Morgan Freeman's cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. So you, so in general, you're not you have not you're not that familiar with Stephen King. Shawshank Redemption is all you know. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, uh, since it's October, since it's, uh, we're getting into the Halloween season, I thought we'd uh, introduce you to the world of Stephen King, uh, specifically mm-hmm. Carrie. Uh, we've got Kevin on the show. Kevin uh, is doing a cool project all through the month of October. Um, I'll let you explain it, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah so I'm writing a, a horror story every day, and I'm posting them uh, to my Tumblr, uh, modernhack.tumblr.com. I don't know about that title, but that's, <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what 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 day this posts, um, but <laughs> it'll be in October. Okay. <laughs> if it's the sixteenth, I've I've got about sixteen done so far. So. <laughs> if it's the eighteenth, eighteen done. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. But they're great. Uh, yeah. Uh, so going for going for spooky. This is sort of a you know I, I spend a lot of time with comedy, but this these are intended to. Not be funny, I suppose. So <laughs> uh, I like that. I'm always I'm always interested when friends of mine, uh, I don't know, do cool, different, creative endeavors outside of improv, sketch, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I read Agatha today. Is that the one? Agatha. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, spooky indeed, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Today's October third. So you've written three so far. Three so far. Yeah. Do you write them like um, like beforehand and then post them in one in one day, or ask for mean, the, the writer's secret? <laughs> <laughs> or do you or do you write them like on the day and then post it? Uh, I, I have a small backlog just in case. Oh, okay, just cool. in case something terrible happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nice. I'm not done, so uh, so this is a real project that I'm doing. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, great. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, Stephen King, scary stories, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, what is uh, the scariest movie or the scariest story you've ever read? Have you read any scary stories, or do you? Do you... Mm, I haven't read any. No, um, not a single one, huh? Not Mystery, a single... sci-fi. I mean. I think maybe back then I read it like a Hardy Boy book, and then that was lame. So yeah, I don't know how spooky those are. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's like an old lighthouse. Yeah. What yeah. about what about like um, like a like a campfire tale or like a uh, you know something maybe you would hear in high school, mm-hmm. an urban legend? What, what about one of those? Um, I guess there was uh, not so much a tale, but like um, a myth. Uh, my friend Spencer and I, we would always talk about, he would, he would, he would tell me about this place called, um, what was it called? I was going to say Runyon Canyon, but that's not, that's, that's, an, that's in LA. <laughs> the mythical <It's>, Runyon Canyon. <laughs> no. filled, filled with jogging ghosts. <laughs> um, oh God, I forgot what it was called, but it was like some sort of like, it was like, let's just call it like Runyon Drive. It's just like a street. Okay. okay. And it's like in Hacienda Heights, which is like near my hometown. And on this, like, street, it's a very, very long street up in the hills, and there are no street lights. And he told me about the story when, like, him and his friend, he could be lying to me, but I believe him, because he's a close friend of mine. But he told me that, like, him and his friend, um, like, Castro or something, like, went... It's a good character uh, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real. His name's Castro. I've, I've talked to him. He's a dick. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, so they were on, they were on Runyon Drive, and uh, they're just doing it to like you know see if there's any ghosts or like weird people or any or something. And he told me that while they're driving, their car mysteriously stopped, and so like it ran out of power and it was pitch black and they didn't like they couldn't go anywhere and so they were scared as hell. And then uh, when they're up a hill, Castro put his car on, uh, he put the brakes on, and some, for somehow the car was still going back while they were stopped and then they like started to freak out and um and then i guess castro just freaked out and started to like turn up the engine turn up the engine a lot and then he finally got out and he finally left the runyon drive and then um the next morning uh castro called up spencer and was like hey dude like there's like a handprint on my car and then spencer was like what no way because we didn't see one last night because like he castro dropped off spencer and you know the next morning, Castro said, oh yeah, there's a handprint on my car, man, so weird, and Spencer didn't believe him, then Spencer came over to Castro's place, and he saw the handprint, and like, he was like, no, you're fucking with me, like, no, no, this is, like, real, and that was, like, and that's still, that, that street is still there, so, like, anything, there, whatever it's called. Were there houses yeah. on the street, or it was just, like, an empty, tree-lined street? Um, there, there were some homes, there were, like, abandoned homes, uh, like, there's some photos, um, online, if you look, I think, I think, uh, the internet, so like, I think maybe the History Channel said, like, this dry, this street was, like, the top ten scare, one of the top ten scariest places in America. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, and, like, you can so see, like, photos of, like, um, like, there's this place called, like, the Gates of Hell, where there's just, like, a gate, and it goes up to, like, this, like, abandoned mansion or something like that, and it looks all ruined. And so, also on the internet, someone took a photo of, um, like, someone who was peeking over through a window, and it was just kind of, like, a ghoul's head or something <laughs> i don't know but Classic yeah so, head. yeah so that was that's like something i heard that's I guess a pretty scary story yeah, yeah that's spooky that's a spooky story the, yeah. the, the there's a lot of um sort of urban legends where it's a car 
either getting pushed somewhere or pulled somewhere, and then the, and then there's handprints on the car. It's interesting that like that's something that comes up so often. Yeah, there's another one I heard about like something about like a the dude like a pirate's fucking hook or something on. We're just talking about that. The hook, yeah, yeah, the hook one. Yeah, it's like the prototypical scary story. It's it's the mm-hmm. two kids go off, you know, to Lover's Point, and they're uh, you know they're about to make out. But then a, uh, a, a a story comes on the radio and says there's a, a madman on the loose. Maybe he's escaped from a mental institution. Maybe he's just been spotted, but he's got a hook for a hand. So the kids don't really pay attention. They start kissing. And then they hear a scraping on the car door. So the girl gets a little nervous. She tells the guy to check it out. He looks. He doesn't see anything. He's like, don't worry about it. Let's, let's get back to kissing. <laughs> so they, get, they get back to smooching. They hear another little scrape on the car door. They look again. They don't see anything. And they hear a third scrape. And finally, they're just too freaked out. So they get in the car. They jump into the front seat of the car, hit the gas, spin away. And they get home, and uh, they're feeling all freaked out. They open the door, and the girl just starts screaming. The guy runs around to the other side, and hanging off the door handle is a hook. So that's the... Yeah. And you were telling me that Stephen King refers to that story? Stephen as... King references that in his... Uh, he wrote a book called Dance Macabre. Mm-hmm. Or Dance Macabre. I'm not... I think it's Macabre, right? Dance... I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> phonetically. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he kind of talks about that a little bit as, as, you know, maybe the first... But not the first horror story, but like a, a, a starting point for you know all horror stories kind of follow that structure in some way, mm-hmm. like two kids, two people trying to or people trying to do something, hint of fear, getting a fear, and then the fear comes true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, maybe that's sort of the the flip side of comedy too. Like with comedy, I feel like it's 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 getting a fear, and then the fear either turns out to not be so bad, or it's like so much worse than you ever could have thought that it's just a ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then with with horror, it's exactly what you feared it would be, and then it just gets worse. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a I kind of know what you mean. Unified theory of <laughs> genre writing or something. <laughs> How to write? Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Interesting. Uh, what about the scariest? What's like in your head? Do you like scary movies? I, I like I like watching them. Uh, I don't, don't normally get normally get scared though because. I also like people like my friends always say like oh it's because like you suspend your disbelief like you just you know it's a movie so you're not scared but it's like but but when I see it it looks like shit so like I'm not gonna like be afraid of seeing fake you know guts and stuff like that that's why I go on Reddit and look at like like it always comes up like gore or something you know because it's real he's looking real. at he's looking at terrible stuff on the internet he's yeah. in the depths of the internet looking at like decapitation photos and stuff like that yeah. So, so you're trying to get you your scary movie. You fix. can't not yeah. bring that up. <laughs> I have I me. Mean, this is. I, I never. I like. I saw Paranormal Activity. That movie wasn't very scary at all. Um, yeah, like, I like, don't find those movies scary. Yeah. So, you know, I. I'll defend the first one. I thought the first one was good. I watched it alone at night in the dark with headphones on. Yep, that'll and, do it. And and mm-hmm. that's a good way. I think in general, like if you want to legitimately be scared by a movie. Um, like that, that movie kind of got to me, I think because you don't see it. Cause I think you're right. If you saw some like, you know, wooly guy in a demon costume running around going like <laughs> booga booga, I don't think that would have been very frightening, but I think right. because that movie is all just sounds and you know, they see something off camera or whatever, I was able to sort of like never lose that suspension of disbelief. 
I'm I'm never as afraid. Like Brooke, my girlfriend, loves like all like the worst horror movies. Meaning like the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She's gonna see that. You know what I mean? She wants. To, <laughs> I don't know. If worst is the right way to put it, but like. You know what I mean? Like the camp, they're not even trying. They're yeah, not even like blockbuster, like yeah, films. Because like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is still pretty disturbing if you watch it. Like one of the things that's messed up about that is that a lot of it was real. Like there's a scene. I don't know if you've seen it, um, but the the main girl gets captured by this like you know inbred redneck family, and at one point uh, they have her around this dinner table where they have like human body parts and stuff. And they grab her hand and they cut her finger and stick it in this old guy's mouth and he like sucks out her blood. They're shooting this scene in a room in the middle of Texas that's not ventilated. So it's like 100 degrees in the room or more. And the, the, the knife, like the prop knife that's supposed to like squirt fake blood on her finger mm-hmm. isn't working. Like it screws up like four takes in a row. So finally, they just are like, screw it. They switch the knife with a real one and just actually cut her finger and oh. do it. So what you see in the movie is the real, like, she didn't even know they were going to do it. And then, like, Jesus. Yeah. So there's you go to jail el- for that. <laughs> well, now you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like, you know, nobody on that movie got paid. So it's just like, it's, it's a, it just really feels like they took a bunch of people to the middle of Texas and just tortured them for a while. Whereas, like, yeah, the new one, it's, you know, there's, like... CGI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not as scared by, like, demon stuff as I am by, like... What scares me in movies is, like, like shitty humans. Like... <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, how, like, what a good example of that would be. But, like, Deliverance, that's scary to me. <laughs> is Deliverance a horror movie? It's not a horror movie, but, like, I was freaked out by it. I was just like, ooh, just, like... Well, it has that one freaky the- scene... Yeah, the the yeah, but even like the inbred kids is weird to me, yeah, and like uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, because yeah, because there's nothing kind of comic booky about it. It's like oh, these people really could be out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like once a demon is running around, you're like, I don't think I really have to worry about this. <laughs> yeah. Even saws a little scary to me, or you know, that, I know that's a diff- little different, but like people with people with bad intentions. Yeah. Is what's what scares me i think the ring is 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 up there with mm-hmm. uh like i can't think of a movie off the top of my head that i was more frightened in the theater uh than the ring um like i just maybe blair witch for me so i didn't see that in the theater so it'd be hard for me to say that one i just remember that everything was just very quiet like that was the quietest the theater's ever been oh really like, like everyone was just on edge and completely silent. That one scared me when I was a kid because I thought it was real. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's just a fake movie. That was, <laughs> yeah, it had a cool marketing campaign. That's just part of it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen King has um, uh, 1408. That's another one. That was- oh, it's one with Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yeah, I think he's... Have you seen that one? I've, I was going to watch it because Samuel Jackson was in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I think that's a pretty scary movie. Yeah, that's the one with like, the hotel, right? The hotel room? Yeah, it's just like this guy goes into a hotel room and it messes with him. I think for me, that's, that's what, makes a, what makes a horror movie really scary, is when you, you don't really know like why the villain is doing something, or if there even is a villain, or if it's just sort of like this force... Um, you know, I think once it's like, oh, well, we've taken the skeleton's gold and now it's coming for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, again, yeah. you get into that, like, 
well, I'm not going to take a skeleton's gold. <laughs> but like, if a, you know, 1408 is just a guy just goes into a malicious hotel room and then it's just the movie is just the things he has to deal with in that room. So there's kind of mm-hmm. a sense of like, he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I think that, that, that helps to make the thing scary. Yeah. The Shining was scary too. The Shining, yeah. I'm trying to think what made that scary. I think that there was just forces working on a guy. Yeah, I the, think, Sh- the Shining's interesting because Stephen King hates that movie. Really? He really hates that movie. Huh. He, um, well, there's a couple of reasons. I think it kind of boils down to the, the book The Shining is very much about this guy who gets writer's block and goes crazy. And there are ghosts, but mostly it's, it's like this internal story mm-hmm. about this guy sort of like, going from he's not a good dude at the beginning of the story but he he gets kind of pushed over the edge and the movie is really strips a lot of that out and it's more just about jack nicholson meets a ghost and tries to kill his family and you know i think the movie i think it'd be hard to say that it's not a good movie Mm -hmm. but the sort of like characters are not really the same as they were in his book interesting i've never read the shiny but cool let's talk about carrie for a second we'll get right into it um yeah uh, you don't know anything about it. Nice. There's a new one coming out. Reboot? Uh, second reboot. Second, second reboot starring second reboot. Uh, Chloe Moretz. Yep. Will be Carrie. Hit girl from Kick-Ass. Oh, right, right. Okay. Um, I guess I, I, I want to give you a brief introduction, I guess, to what this might be. But it's basically about an outcast in high school. Uh, and I guess her... <laughs> It's the thing she deals with. It, it deals with, I think, a lot of themes that you see in a lot of Stephen King's things. Stephen King's things? King's things. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, one of King's things, I think, is these sort of crazy religious characters. So Carrie gives you a little element of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teen angst, uh, which, which he writes a lot about. And, you know, just sort of angst in general, like American angst. Um, so, so it kind of deals with some of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, without, well, I don't know. How much do we want to tell about I don't want to tell him too much more. Yeah. This is uh, a horror, this is a horror film too? It is a horror film, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll and for its time back in 1976, I think, it was, uh, I don't know, kind of, not shocking, but it was a huge movie, I think, right? It's, it's probably one of the more successful Stephen King movies. Yeah. Um. Also his first novel. His first based novel, on his yeah. first novel. Oh, cool. Well, I think that's about that's. Uh, I think we covered most of our bases. Yeah. Uh, we're watching the original Carrie movie with Sissy mm-hmm. Spacek, uh, John Travolta. You know who John Travolta is? Oh yeah, it's a uh, you know from uh, what Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? I love it. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I I'm okay. shocked. I didn't know you saw Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you know, Interesting. Now that Kevin's here. I just got a stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, awesome. Well, let's watch Carrie. And then we'll be back here, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. We'll see if I get scared, by the way, because I always challenge myself. To, to not get scared? To, to see if I get scared. Like, Just to try oh. to enjoy the movie. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't touched your apple cake. Gives me pimples. Pimples are the Lord's way of chastising. Mom, please say that I've got to start to, to try and get along with people better. When are you going out on the ball, Carrie? I've been invited to the prom. Prom? Yeah, the senior prom, you know, 
Everybody's gone. It's that teacher that called, wasn't it? Please say that I'm not liking Mom. I'm funny. I mean, all the kids think I'm funny. I don't want to be. I want to be normal. I want to start to try and be a whole person before it's too late for me to... His name's Tommy Ross, and he's a very nice boy, Mom. No. And he promised to stop him and leave you before and hand me in my minute. Mom, I'm accepted, Mama. No, no, no. I'm accepted, Mama. I'm accepted. Come to your closet. No. After all you've been talking. Everyone in bad, Mama. Everything in the sin. Come to your closet and pray. Ask to be forgiven. He's a nice boy, Mom. You like him. You really like him, Mama. Boy. <laughs> the boys. The boys. Yes, the boys. After the blood comes the boys. Like sniffing dogs. Running and slobbering and trying to find out where that smell comes from. Where the smell is. That smell. <laughs> Listen, I know where they take And that gosh, I see it all right. Well, you're not going. Already said I would. Tell that boy you're not going or we're going to move from here. No. Move from here and you'll never see that boy again. I'm going, Mama. The things are gonna change around here. Which? All right, so we're back. Uh, yeah. Tim Chang, what'd, what'd you think of Carrie? Uh, it was it was interesting. It was uh, it didn't feel that much like a horror movie that I thought it'd be. What were you expecting? I was expecting like a full out like very gory, very like brutal, just kind of like on the edge of your seat kind of horror film. But then I watched and I was like, oh, this is like kind of pleasant <laughs> in some way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what makes it effective. Um. Because I kind of feel like if it was more gory, or gory all throughout, then it's just sort of a movie about, like, a witch that kills people. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I mean, I feel like what's, what's really effective about that movie is, like, I feel really bad for Carrie at the end. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you mm-hmm. don't... Like, I feel like you watch a lot of horror movies being like, oh, man, I can't wait for this person to get killed. I can't wait for this person to get killed. And I feel like watching Carrie, you're like, oh, maybe the bucket... Like yeah. maybe like she'll get out of the way and then like she'll just have a nice prom. That's yeah. certainly how it feels reading it. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. Although they do probably kind of <laughs> spell out what the plan is a little bit more in the book. They, I, I'm remembering when I back when I read it in seventh grade or whatever. I think but, the book you kind of know because the yeah. book is written as a series of like news reports and interviews. So they kind of say right away like, well. Let's do an investigation into the terrible thing that happened in this town. So mm-hmm. you kind of you you kind of get into it right away. But um, but yeah, you know, I think I th- I think it is much more of like a psychological horror movie. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like that was effective? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, throughout the movie, I was like, oh man, I hope like that because I hope that uh, oh, I forgot her name, but the girl who had Tom or what's his name again? The to- to- yeah, is Tommy. That Sue Tommy. Snow? Is that Sue Snell? Sue Snell, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, oh man, she's she's in it because I, I was really like I liked her, and then it's like, oh no, she's not in it, and she was trying to help out, but then she like got pulled away from that teacher, and then Carrie <laughs> ended up being you know screwed over, and that that really sucks. Yeah, I, I really thought like, oh man, like hope she gets out of there. So yeah. so for our listeners who maybe haven't haven't 
uh, watched watched Carrie or read Carrie in a while. Tim, why don't you give us a quick synopsis of of how Carrie plays out? What is it about? All right, it's about uh, uh, this like teenager. Um, she's always picked on at school in high school. She's in high school senior, right? Yeah. Um, there's and- a <laughs> there's the there's the scene in the shower, the very famous oh, scene in the shower, right, where she's bleeding uh, from her <laughs> vagina. Because of periods, <laughs> um, and yeah, so well she's, put. Oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, and yeah, she's uh, teased at school and at home. She's like abused by her like very overly religious mother. And um, one day, uh, some of the girls get in trouble for like teasing her after she had her period in that shower. Um, one of the girls decides that she wants her boyfriend to take Carrie to prom, uh, and then. You know, after back and forth between her mother, she finally goes. Oh, she also has a she also has a superpower, a telekinesis, so she can move things with her mind. Carrie does, um, and she uses this usually when she's gets riled up. And at the end of the movie, she uh, goes to prom with Tommy, and everything seems to go extremely well up until she gets, uh, you know, she becomes prom queen, and then the people that picked on her before decides to dump a bucket of like pig blood on her and she gets really pissed and basically murders everyone mm-hmm. um and then her mom gets killed too and uh her mom tries to kill her gets tries killed. to kill her then kills but then carrie defends herself and ends up killing her mom and then her then their house burns down and they die and the one last survivor the one who gave up her boyfriend to a carrie uh is going through some psychological I guess breakdowns and uh, she's being treated. Mm-hmm. That's how the movie ends. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, well done. He watched the movie. Watched Sometimes him. he falls asleep. <laughs> no, this was a very interesting <laughs> movie. I, I I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it'd be, but it ended up being like a movie with us. Oh yeah, this is um, I, I like it. I thought because it had been a while since I've seen the movie too. There were like little things like um, we commented on that that. There's like a comedy scene where all the guys are buying tuxedos oh, that then yeah. just suddenly goes into fast forward. It's kind of like a clothes change montage, which you don't really expect in the middle of your like storied classic horror movies. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd like hit a button or something on the remote, and I was like, wait, no button on the remote would make like the this the speech suddenly go. <laughs> and the music's still just plain like normal. Yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah. What what do you think about the sort of final jump scare at the end? Oh, the hand. Um, uh, it was it was alright. I mean, like I've always like for horror films, I always anticipate stuff like that to happen. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. She, she uh, is clear, clearly still in someone else's mind, I guess, and she's still. I guess her legacy is, I guess, still around. I guess I don't know. It was. I don't know. It wasn't like I wasn't super scared. I know Brooke jumped, but I was like, I was like, <laughs> when I when I saw her jump, I was like laughing because that was funny. <laughs> it wasn't like that big of a thing, I guess. I don't know. I think it's kind of good just because it's the only one, really. Yeah, that's because yeah. I actually kind of like it more. Having just watched it, the the way I remember that jump scare is that it's not really a movie that's like jumpy scary to watch and then mm-hmm. there's this one jump scare at the end that you almost feel like they threw in just to be like boo yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right before the credits roll yeah. and and i mean maybe it is that a little bit but 
I don't know. Even just even just hearing the way Tim like outlined the movie, like it kind of does have a purpose. Like it does show how oh. crazy that the the one surviving girl like still is. So it's not just it's not just a dream, even though it is a dream. I guess right, right, yeah. It's all lasting effect. It's a uh, yeah. I think I read this book at like the both of the most perfect and the <laughs> and the worst time <laughs> to read to read it meaning like it got me it it got me in a way i don't even know how to explain it like it got me right in middle school you know what i mean like where like so you cr- were scared that like oh this not only is there a telekinetic girl that kills everybody but just this social landscape mm-hmm. is something that I'm about to walk into. Yeah, or like oh. that I was mm-hmm. in, you know, where you're like, oh, like if you pick on somebody or the the girl you pick on could, <laughs> could, could like come back to get you or the whole thing, like the, I don't know, it's like kids are cruel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't exactly know. But it like, it caught me in that moment where it was like, I was going through that stuff. Uh, um, where it's like you better be nice to people because you never know how that's going to play out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never know if you're going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah, just a, it was scary going into high school. I think I read it in the seventh grade. I think that's when I read it. But uh, uh, yeah, it definitely got my attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's just put it that way. So, Tim, did you ever? Was there anyone like Carrie in your schools uh, growing up, or did that character remind you of anyone in particular? Um, you get a social outcast. Were you Carrie? Was I Carrie? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, there were there were a few kids like in middle school and like in high school and like I've always I would always notice like you know they're they're kind of just like on on their own or by themselves or like people always like joke on them. They're like I don't want to name any names or anything because of Facebook friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you know I I just always say hi and like try and get to know them and stuff you know like they're i mean yeah they're if he cares but they they weren't like crazy you know i i was kind of like i i was did some like research on like you know like the columbine shooters and like that virginia tech i was i was just wondering like man like if i was there maybe i could have like helped him or just been like a friend you know because i always feel like that kind of stuff happens because no one's there to like outreach to them or like just to be their friend you know so i was because that is, you know, that that because that movie came out, you know, and that book came out sort of well before the era of the school shooting, mm-hmm. and it's sort of interesting watching it, even in like it almost becomes scarier today, where people kind of do pull, you know, a version of a carry. Because mm-hmm. um, Stephen King actually had another book uh, that he wrote under a pseudonym. Uh, he had the pseudonym Richard Bachman that he used to write kind of like not really horror, but just, like, angry young man-type literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I forget the exact name of it, but it, w- it was basically about a guy that, like, holds his school hostage. And then I think after Columbine, he pulled it off the shelf, and, like, you can't get it now. Interesting. Oh, wow. so it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty rare read, then. Yeah, I haven't read it. Um, I've read his other Bachman stuff, but... I think I think that's kind of what also got me about this book, when I, or this book-slash-movie, when I first experienced it, was, like... The morality is a little murky. Like, obviously, John Travolta's a dickhead, right? Uh, both in real life and in this film. No. <laughs> uh, 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 but, like, I don't know. Like, 
you you want to pull for Carrie, but then she kills everyone at the end. It's like and even in you can relate to picking on people a little bit. At least I can, which is pro- not something I'm I'm proud of. You you don't really see it in the movie, although it's in there a little bit. But it's in the book. the The gym teacher laughs at her too. Yeah, and in the book, mm-hmm. she kind of I, I can't remember if they, if she explains why. For some reason, I have a memory that that she kind of just says like. How could you not? Like it was just so such a ridiculous moment that like I found myself smiling. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Maybe she survives in the book. She does in the movie. Like she says to the principal, "I just wanted to slap her too." She was just having her period. Why is she freaking out so much? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's that murky morality. That I, I remember when I was in middle school, there was a kid. Let's call him Ricky. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his real name, but but mm-hmm. he was. You know, he wasn't religious. I don't think, but he was kind of the carry. Like he was this like kind of really skinny really kind of weird, quiet kid. And, like, I wasn't the cool kid, but I wasn't Ricky. Yeah. And so I just remember specifically one day I was walking to my friend's house with a group of, of, of like, other friends, and Ricky wasn't there, and we just shat on Ricky the whole time. Like, we just made fun of him and, like, just talked about, like, oh, I bet his mom's like this, I bet his dad does this. And I remember, like, actually having, a, like, a, a thought being like, this is really fun. I love this conversation <laughs> that we're having. I don't do this sort of thing a lot. Yeah. I should do this more often. Like, really being mean to people is really great. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, fortunately, I, I don't think I continued in that, in that way. But, <laughs> but there was a moment. I definitely, I have a, a like, I, I remember walking down the street thinking, like, Oh man, we're having a great day just being really mean to this kid for no reason. Was he there or was he not? No, no, we were just talking about him behind his back. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad. Yeah, I mean, I get, I know what you're no, saying. No, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't like torture the kid. I think that's kind of what Stephen King like. I'm I'm actually right now reading his book on writing, and the first third of that book is all about Stephen King, and he talks a little bit about the characters that Carrie was based off of, and I think that is what he's pulling from is like. He wasn't like mean to these kids, but he wasn't nice either. Yeah, you know, like he didn't help them. <laughs> and the two girls that it was based off of was one was like a girl whose mom was obsessed with like games and like couponing, like those kind of games. Like I don't even know what that means anymore. But like, uh, she, she wasn't a religious mom, but she, her mom was so obsessed with like getting deals and like winning these sorts of games that like it reflected onto the kid. Uh, It was just a known thing about the family. Yeah, I think so. And then the other one was this brother and sister who were just, like, kind of dirt poor and wore the same thing to school every day. And he said he remembers that, like, the girl came to school after one Christmas with, like, a new new clothes and the kids picked on her extra hard just to be like nah, you're still that girl. And I think that's kind of, that definitely plays into how he kind of molded this character a little bit. Um, But yeah, it, yeah, it definitely like just it just bothered me. I think as a kid, <laughs> yeah. I think that's why it works. It's a story that bothers you. You mm-hmm. know, it's not. You know, it is murky morality. You, you you do feel bad for Carrie, but she does kill everybody. I guess maybe. I guess you don't really feel bad for her mom, and you don't really feel bad for like the John Travolta character. But <laughs> yeah, like definitely. everybody else mm-hmm. is, you know, is just kind of just doing things that normal people do and then just it all just collides in the worst possible way it's very tragic man like that stuff yeah like you know it does happen and it like uh that's why i always feel like man you just gotta like be super nice to everyone because 
You never, yeah, I mean, you never, yeah. <laughs> you, never, yeah. you never knew, you never know who's going to be telekinetic. Right. Well, yeah. it's not even just that, but just like, uh, I mean, not really. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, people could go, you know, could be going through some hard times and like, you know, they just need someone to just be there to talk to them. And uh, like, if you're just there, stuff like this could maybe not happen, you know? And then, but if it, when it does happen, like, and every time I see it on the news, I'm always like, oh man, like, that sucks for that guy. I feel bad for the person who commits those murders because it's like, man, there could have been like another way or something or someone could have helped you out. And I don't know. I, f- I almost feel guilty, but I mean, I'm not even involved, but you just, I just feel that. But we're all, yeah. I mean, it's like carry the morality Geiger counter for our time. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the relationship that Carrie had with her mom? I think that's another thing that really got me at the right time was because I was raised Lutheran and stuff. So it was like I was reading this mother as this crazy person, but she was saying things that I was being taught <laughs> right. in my Lutheran mm-hmm. schools, and I was just like, <laughs> like that really wrenched on me a little bit. But what did you think about that, Tim? Uh, it's, it's pretty familiar, like, you know, all the sto- morbid reality stories that I've read, like, a lot of it's, like, has to do with, like, religion, like, you know, uh, parents would, like, kill their family just because they felt like that's something that God told them to do, and it's because, like, uh, fucking Abraham did it or something, he was about to do it to his, one of his kids or something like that, and the Bible, I don't know, but, like... No, you're right, it was Abraham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Abraham and there. Isaac. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was familiar. I was like, oh yeah, I could see that. I could see that person being around in real life. Cause that has happened before. Um, so, and yeah, she's a really shitty mom. And did you uh, ever get any of that pressure? Like about like being religiously pure or I did when I was a lot younger, like in, like in middle school, like sixth grade, fifth grade, <laughs> like during I'm, your formative years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did feel a little pressure just to be like, really like i guess clean and pure and then i realized like oh man i don't really have to i'm still a pretty nice guy <laughs> like, that stuff eats away at you as a kid i i totally. i would i would worry about two things first if i ever like accidentally stuck my middle finger up even if just you know for whatever i was like reaching for something i thought that like that counted that would count against my soul so what i would do <laughs> is i would walk around with my middle finger pointed down, like like I was giving somebody the finger, but it was pointing down. <laughs> so in my mind, I was giving Satan the finger, and I would just walk wow. around the block with my middle finger down like that. Not because I was like really angry at Satan, but because I was like, okay, if I do this for ten minutes, then that kind of gives me a good ten minutes of middle <laughs> finger being up that I can sort of balance out. <laughs> it's good math. Yeah, kid math. I thought I thought yeah. it, I thought it made a lot of sense. When I was in eighth grade, somebody my my eighth grade teacher told us that you know everything, uh, all your sins can be forgiven, except for one, and it's in the Bible. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the only unforgivable sin is I think rebuking the Holy Spirit. It's the dumbest sin. It's the easiest sin to do. Uh, yeah, but like you, t- they told me that, and like of course in my stupid kid head, I'm like. Fuck the Holy Spirit. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, I definitely said it in my head and then definitely had to, like, I was just like, I did it. I did it. Fuck. I'm done. Uh, uh, now weird... I'll do anything I want. Yeah, I guess now Now it's party time. Yeah. Uh, no, that'll, that'll, that stuff will drive you crazy. It certainly did, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it was hard, like, uh, like, keeping up with all the rules and, like, not cussing when you're angry and, like, not... 
want to look at boobies <laughs> you know, when you're you know you know when you're a kid when you're yeah. when you're yeah going to puberty and yeah. that and that mom is a character that will kind of come back through all of Stephen King's uh writings like um like if you saw the mist we were talking about the mist earlier earlier there's sort of a version of her that sort of takes over the the supermarket that they're stuck in um there's another one called needful things which is kind of a cool story about like the devil opens up this uh kind of like a thrift store in this little town <laughs> and like you could buy anything you want in the thrift store but at the price of your soul so there's a couple of like crazy christian people in that one too he's like it's interesting because he does a lot of religious stuff but it's not it's not like shock horror sacrilegious but it's also not completely on board with religion either. yeah it's just like a little deranged which yeah. is which is even weirder it's like there is a devil and you should be careful but maybe not like this person yeah 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 mm. so it's this weird yeah it's this weird middle ground do you ever see the movie the people under the stairs no it's a west craven movie man that was one that got just stuck in my craw as a kid like it's not a great movie <laughs> it's just about a little black kid that gets adopted into this crazy family and the parents are fucking nuts and like definitely like have have that like religious element to them that like fundamental religious element and they are fucking bananas and it was like that was, it was just one of those movies i saw to sleep over at somebody's house but like <laughs> i think about it still <laughs> like if it's ever on hbo i just watch it like uh i don't exactly know but that, that, that like definitely crawled its way into my head you know what got me was beetlejuice uh <laughs> the scene when he goes to when he gets when, when the the people get killed and they go to like heaven's waiting room and all the people that died in funny ways are sitting in the waiting room. So there's like a flattened guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A burned up guy. I remember that. <laughs> that scared me so much. <laughs> and I went to my dad like a day after I saw Beetlejuice and I was like, dad, I think I'm going to have nightmares because of that scary scene from Beetlejuice. And he just looked at me and he said, Beetlejuice is a comedy. Grow up. Beetlejuice is a really funny movie. <laughs> he had no patience for it. I had that with Roger Rabbit when that guy gets the eyeballs. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that stuck, stuck in my head. The knife eyes. Yep. Um, well, what else were we going to ask you? I guess just because it came up. Uh, what was your prom like, Tim Chang? Uh, I, uh, so I went to prom my junior year. Uh, that was fun. Just a just a normal prom. Um, danced, had food, awesome food. No pigs blood. No, no pigs did, blood. Did you go with a girlfriend or just like a friend? Just a friend. Yeah. And then my senior year. Oh boy, this was the that was that was terrible. <laughs> Is that the one you asked that you told us about another podcast where you tried to get a girl to sign a contract? No, that was winter's. That was winter formal. <laughs> my senior prom wasn't even at prom. A bunch of group. Oh, they're probably gonna hear this. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell the story. Oh, whatever. I'll tell it. Uh, so a bunch of us were like, "Oh man, we don't want to go to prom. Prom's lame. We're, we we want to stand out and be hipsters or whatever, and like do something better than prom. So we'll go to L.A. And this is the first time I also heard of UCB. And I was like, "Yeah, you can. We can go to UCB at midnight and watch fucking Not Too Shabby or something." That's and what you did on your prom night. We did. We well, oh, here's the thing, dude. We, we did. <laughs> Uh, but no, we even we'd even do that. We went to like this, um, like this uh, club slash restaurant slash bar, and I don't even remember where it was that exactly. It was like somewhere downtown, and we just like basically just waited. We we were all dressed up, 
and we just waited for our food for literally two hours. <laughs> this is not, I'm not fucking with you. This is like, we waited for our food for two hours. We don't know what was taking them so long. We just sat there. And meanwhile, while we were sitting there, a bunch of like, like dudes in their 30s like started coming into like the club area of the restaurant and started like dancing and here here's us just like a bunch of high school seniors just sitting there like waiting for food, <laughs> watching these guys like grind on these girls and then we sounds finally, like a dream oh uh, it was terrible yeah i don't think your friends hearing this will be too upset by that it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like they did anything wrong well, that's, the thing they is just like, followed they, you did not too shabby well we didn't even go to that they were just like oh let's just go home this is lame <laughs> we, we took a bus to new york city during my prom. actually you know what i a weirdly similar story we took a bus to new york city after my prom which i lived on long island and that's not an easy thing to do so it took us like an hour maybe an hour and a half. Uh, and we went to a comedy club, but it wasn't UCB. It was like one of those open mic comedy clubs in the back <laughs> of a, like a restaurant. <laughs> and we, they noticed very quickly, oh, these people just went to prom. They have all their like tuxedos and dresses on. So then every comedian just kind of went up and did their prom material. Just like <laughs> the one prom joke, you know, just like, oh, I guess some people are going to be losing their virginity tonight. <laughs> just sort of like for three hours. And I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to be, so I was like really angry at that joke too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got really upset. Uh, and then finally this guy comes up and he just starts kind of bombing. Um, and I went to a Catholic school and he starts just talking about... Uh, how he just starts talking about like abortion, and <laughs> finally uh, one person in, in in our group just goes, "We're from a Catholic school," and he just goes, "Oh shit." And then he just runs off the stage. <laughs> and then that was the end of the, that was like the end of the comedy, and then we like shut it back on the bus. <laughs> you ruined it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, I guess let's wrap it up. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Uh, about Stephen King or Carrie? Um, yeah, are you gonna, are you interested, Tim, in, in following up with uh, with with like sort of another good Stephen King film? Definitely, yeah. I, I like this film. This was this was a good one. It had some really weird moments. Like, uh, I mean, the mom dying was so like it was hysterical. I don't know, not hysterical. It was like she died like that strange Jesus did. Yeah, she was like <laughs> yeah. the statue. But then she, she like likes her weird like whimpers were like so funny yeah i think she comes when she dies i, <laughs> I do too she um, came <laughs> i mean she's moaning weirdly it, she's, it struck I'm, me that way and i'm pretty sure she's coming or at least it's like supposed to seem like she is yeah that's <laughs> okay. like her sexual that's her getting off getting uh, getting murdered well, kind of, because she was saying how, like, when she regrets ever having sex to, uh... She's finally, to, she's finally being punished for it. Yeah, yes. she's finally being punished for having Carrie, I guess. Oh. That, that was the most, yeah, all the interactions with the mom were so fucking disturbing to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what were you going to say? What were you going to recommend? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would say tread carefully, because there's some weird Stephen King movies out there. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I want to see them. Uh, the, the books, I mean, I, I, I would recommend the books, but, uh... If you want to check out one of the movies, I mean, Stephen King wouldn't recommend this, but I think uh, I think The Shining is a good one to mm -hmm. follow up with. I think It. It's not really a deep cut, but yeah, <laughs> It. It's good. It's a made-for-TV movie, so the pacing is going to be really weird. But <laughs> it's about a clown, though. Yeah, that'll fucking freak you out. Got a cool monster and fourteen oh eight. 
still pretty good. Samuel Jackson. The Green Mile's a good one, too. Even that's, though, not scary, that's not though. scary, though. <laughs> um, Stand By Me. We didn't, oh, yeah. It's not too definitely. Have you seen Stand By Me? No. I thought you might have seen that. Uh, if you saw The Shawshank Redemption, Stand By Me is based on a story from the same book. Oh, so It was like his, like, I'm not going to write horror for a book. And The yeah. Dark Tower is kind of like his... That's his the, sort of like fantasy opus. Yeah. I, I, would, I would get into that if you read a lot of Stephen King and you like it because characters from his other books start showing up in it. That's kind of a spoiler, I guess. Oh. Um, the Dark Tower is another one with like a, it's like a uh, cowboy. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have seen the cover on a, of a comic book. Yeah, they made, con- yeah, Dark Horse, I think, does yeah. like a, a hardcover comic series of it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. The there's, art's good. There's lots of Stephen King for you to, to take in. It's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. What a prolific motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And his book that I'm reading on writing is great, too. Um, just as kind of like a little handbook or a little, uh, little book of pointers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Before we go, let's get a rating from Tim. So we normally do a scale of 1 to 10, something to do with the movies. So I would say buckets of blood or yeah, periods. periods in the shower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to do yeah, 1 to 10 about, periods uh, in the shower? How about tampons plugging it up? <laughs> <laughs> 1 to 10 tampons plugging it up, Tim Chang. Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it an 8. 8 tampons. 8 tampons plugging eight it tampons. up. 8 tampons. Right. Great. Right in the, right in the pussy. <laughs> Jesus. Now we have to mark it explicit. Because of you, Tim Chang. Because of you! I'm just kidding. Uh, Shut up, Mom. (laughs) Well, that was a lot of fucking fun. Uh, Now that we're explicit, I might as well, right? Yeah. Uh, um, Cool. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for doing this with us. I really appreciate it. Uh, Give us us the name of your uh, Tumblr one more time with with the stories you're posting one a day. So it's modernhack.tumblr.com. And yeah, 31 spooky stories in 31 days. Awesome. Right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely check those out. I'll link to that uh, on the website, theeducationoftimchang.com. Check out Tim Chang at, at, him, at hey Tim Chang on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson or joshsimpson.biz. You guys, if you like the show, check out the rest of our episodes at theeducationoftimchang.com. Like our Facebook page. If you really want to do us a favor, uh, give us a nice rating and or review in the iTunes store. Uh, And that's all I got. Have a fucking spooky day. Happy Halloween. Rest in peace, Tom Clancy. (laughs) 